quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. I'm always looking for healthy snacks for my daughters who are on the go. I need things I can quickly grab and be assured they aren't full of junk. Tosi gluten-free organic snacks are now in my car each time I pick up Pia from dance. She's always starving and these are the perfect little bars. Cashew is her favorite and I love the almond blueberry. Tosi snacks are healthy and yummy and even better, they are owned by a mother-daughter duo from right here in California. Check them out by clicking the link in the show notes and use Peace 20 for a discount. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. I am talking today about this idea of snowflakes, and I've gotten a lot of feedback on my Instagram and Facebook where people have said, you can't parent this way, this gentle, conscious way, because you are going to produce snowflakes. And um, at first I was like, what, what are they talking about snowflakes? And I guess the idea is that snowflakes are very fragile and that snowflakes will break and that we are creating children who cannot endure life's hard knocks or who cannot overcome, you know, upsetting moments. And I think this whole idea comes from the the fact that we in conscious parenting say it's okay for our child to have their feelings. It's okay for them to tantrum. It's okay for them to have big upsets. And I think that conveys to some people that those children are doing that because they cannot, you know, endure a hard moment, a disappointment that if they could deal with it better, then they would just be quiet and they wouldn't voice how they feel and they wouldn't express themselves. And the fact that they're expressing themselves indicates that they can't deal with those big upsetting moments or those tragedies or those disappointments or the criticism or anything that I've heard online. So 
I think that that's the the mix up and that's the confusion is that if you express yourself or that if you have big feelings or that if you have a tantrum or that you say that you're disappointed, that somehow you're not dealing with life, that you are not going to be able to deal with the hard knocks of life. And I don't think that that's true at all. I do think that, you know, we encounter disappointment and we encounter upsets. And when we're young, it really takes us down sometimes. But if we have a supportive, empathic person with us or in our family or who's raising us, then we can know that that support during those hard moments gets us through and that we can build resilience. And the way in which we build resilience is to acknowledge that hard moment have someone with us with empathy in that hard moment and then know that we can recover from that hard moment because that hard moment isn't going to take us down and we haven't shoved that hard moment deep in our psyche, which I see a lot of adults out there who really explode when something happens or they wait until several things happen and then the last thing that happens really sets them off and so they explode because they've been shoving and stuffing and shoving and stuffing all of those hard experiences for years And they don't know how to process them. They don't know how to cry. They don't know how to be upset and get through it and get over it and feel better. So I would say just the opposite. The conscious parenting actually produces people who know how to express their feelings. They know how to get through hard moments and it creates kids who and adults who have resilience. I think this other idea that maybe could be true, and I want you to just try it on and see what you think about it. Could it be this idea of fixing everything for our children? Could that idea be what creates kids who cannot endure the hard knocks of life? Meaning if you're a parent and I've been this parent many times, who's wanted to fix everything for my kids, who's wanted to intervene in every situation, who's wanted to make sure I teach everything to them so that they don't have to endure the hard parts of life so that I can teach them all the lessons so they don't have to make the mistakes that I made. And I end up over-parenting or helicopter parenting. Does that actually keep a child from being able to recover from mishaps? And do mishaps really take them down because they feel like everything should be perfect, everything should be fixed, and if it's not fixed and perfect, then something must be wrong because I've lived a life where someone has tried to fix everything for me and they've worked really hard to do that. And so I'm scared when things go wrong and I'm scared when situations devolve and I don't know what to do and I have to reach out to my caretakers and say, fix it for me, help me, I can't do it because I've never had to experience failure. I've never had to experience upsets because someone in my life has taken care of it for me. And in that way, we've really usurped this natural idea of natural consequences and failure. And we've usurped our kids' ability or experience in order to learn these things. So It isn't the conscious parenting really that creates children who can't get over things, who can't rise above the embers after something bad happens. It's actually the idea of helicopter parenting or over-parenting or this idea that we want to fix everything. So when we come in and fix everything and we become the superhero of our child's life, 
We intervene with social situations. We intervene when they don't get on the right team during sports. We intervene when they miss three points on the test and one of those points was not legitimate. So we go to the teacher and we fight for them. When we intervene in all of these situations or we're intervening all of the time, we're also sending a message to our child that they can't fix their own problems. So they don't even try to fix their own problems because they feel as if they wouldn't do it correctly because their parent is going to do it better and their parent knows better. And then their parent becomes this very big person in their life, this person that comes in like the superhero and fixes everything. Well, the problem with that is then we leave our children void of that self-resilience and the ability to fix things for themselves and to advocate for themselves and to go into the teacher and say, Hey, but I, I, all I did was, you know, miss a, a dot on my eye. And I don't know if it's worth that point. Could we discuss it? When we come in and do it for them, we really are telling our child that they can't do it for themselves. And this doesn't create grit and resilience. There's a happy balance here. There's a happy medium here. We want to be kind, supportive, connected parents, but we also don't want to do everything for our kids and over-parent and fix everything. We want them to fail some of the time. We'd like them to struggle. That's okay. When they do struggle and when they do fail though, like my parents who would just kind of ignore it, we want to be there for them oh man, this is really hard. I'm right here for you. I understand you're struggling. We can be supportive without fixing things. And then we do not produce snowflakes. So perhaps these people out on the internet who are attacking conscious parenting and saying that we're producing snowflakes, there might be a slight bit of validity to it in that perhaps they're talking about kids who've come from families where everything's been fixed. And that that's being equated to the conscious parenting. And maybe some of us conscious parents, myself included, get stuck in this fix everything, say yes, have no boundaries, have no limits. When we get stuck there, be passive. When we get stuck there, we really aren't conscious parenting anymore. Now we're kind of passively parenting. And in the case of the helicopter parenting, we're over-parenting. So there is this happy medium that we have to kind of stick to. And the idea in conscious parenting is we have empathy and we have understanding and we have limits that are clear. And we come to our limits with empathy instead of punishments, but we don't fix everything. We let the natural consequences and the hard knocks of life teach our children where we can, where it's safe. We intervene only when it's a safety issue. We try not to intervene too much else because we want our kids to experience life. We want them to experience it young when the stakes are low. When the stakes are really low, when they're four, five, and six, then it's a good place to learn. When the stakes get really high, when they're 19, 20, 21, then we get more worried because the fallout of a, of a mistake is much bigger. But if they've used those younger years to learn how to navigate life and how to navigate tricky situations, then they can take what they've learned when they're younger and apply it to situations when they're older. So this whole idea of snowflakes, I think comes from the idea of us fixing and over-parenting and making everything okay for our kids. It doesn't really come from this idea of conscious parenting, that conscious parents really actually produce 
very resilient kids who have grit. If they let the natural consequences of life kick in, if they come in with support and they don't try to fix everything. Okay. I hope that's made sense. Thank you for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I can't wait to see you next time. My one-on-one parenting sessions are designed for us to dive deeply into your own personal parenting struggles. I wasn't being who I wanted to be as a parent. And I was often just really at a loss for what to do in situations that felt really hard. That's where we were when we started. We unravel those struggles using connection as opposed to resorting to punishments and threats and bribes. I teach you how to make that change. Myself and my husband like just didn't really know how to connect with our daughters. It was like a complete paradigm shift from what we were doing that was very obviously not working into more, how can I be the best parent you need me to be in whatever situation we find ourselves in? Let me help you find more self-regulation so you can have the calm household that you always wanted to have. And now I'm like, duh, you like, I've learned this sooner. Become my private client today to find more peace in your household. Go to courses.peaceandparentingla.com forward slash private hyphen sessions to find out more information. Well, I'm so glad we found you. Thank goodness for Instagram.